What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Fantasy Football Scout. It's Sunday night. We are streaming just after the not-so-Super Sunday game between Man United and Liverpool. Uh, I'm Gianni Baticci, today's host. I'm joined by last year's winner of FPL, Ali Hangrov. Ali, firstly, before we talk FPL, how are you and how was your trip to Italy? You weren't around last weekend. We missed you, but uh, you had a good vacation in Italy, right? Yeah, it was a nice little trip. Um, i I've been to Italy, but uh, these were the cities that I've uh, never seen, so I've very much enjoyed them. Florence and uh, Rome were really great, so it was a good trip. Love that. Good stuff. Well, yeah, welcome back, and we look forward to talking about the headlines from the weekend just gone. Uh, FPL headlines, of course. Let's, let's just touch on, I mean, it's a fairly brief one, on Man United-Liverpool. Clean sheets for those that have Liverpool defenders like Simakas, uh, there's a fair few banana owners still out there. He mopped up three bonus points. Um, Mo Salah captaincy didn't work out, but the other popular captain choice, Son, didn't either. Darwin Nunes, though, Ali. I mean, for those that went Watkins, uh, Darwin over Watkins a few weeks ago, sold Watkins, there's about a 20-point swing there straight away. It's been painful for Darwin owners, hasn't it? Both of us are in that boat. It has, and uh, watching him play every weekend is just... Uh... It's just on another level, so it's. Um, I'm trying to uh, think of a plan to get rid of him. So the yeah. initial plan to uh, get back Sa- uh, Holland in for Darwin, but I might even go there earlier. Yeah, yeah, it's been tough. It's been really tough. I myself, my plan. No, we'll talk about our plans coming up when we see our teams. But uh, yeah, hello to everyone in the chat. Do hit that like and subscribe button. It's good to see we've already got. I think over 100 of you watching around that, which is great. Oh, yeah, nearly 200 of you. So hello, everyone, on this Sunday evening. And hello, 
to everyone that listens on podcast as well do make sure you hit that review button on the pod and obviously like and subscribe um ali at the moment on fantasy football scout there's an offer for 20 percent discount they've also launched their own merchandise uh fantasy football scout and i am modeling one of the new fantasy football scout hoodies check that out there we go it's like a dusty pink um Lovely design on the front. Uh, got the little triple captain nod in on there as well. So do check out the Fantasy Football Scout website uh, for more of that merch if you fancy a last-minute Christmas gift. Um, Addy, let's talk Green Arrows and talk about our teams um, as we review some of the highlights from the, the game we've just gone, shall we? Where should we kick off? I'll start bragging about my team first and then we'll Come on, then. Because... <laughs> Green arrows are a rare thing for me. Uh, they have been recently, so um, I'm finally on a good uh, game week. Um, last game week I was ranked around just over 3 million, I believe, 3.2 million or something. So I jumped over 1 million in one game week with 79 points, uh, with four points hit, of course. So I have Dubravka in my goal um, with seven points. Pedro Porro was one of my transfers, uh, luckily paid off. And basically, Shimikas was a seven-pointer, was a nice little you know, bonus point as well. Gabriel uh, was my back, basically my, my defense. So uh, my midfield did fairly well this game week. Uh, my main differential, Kudos, uh, ended up with 16 points after scoring on the, on the back of... Uh, Brace and uh, clean sheet point as well as three bonus points. So Martinelli didn't do much. Um, he's probably on the chopping block for me. And <laughs> you've said that for the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah, but he's always he's he's always positive. Like he's yeah, so I like him as a pick. If yeah. you, if you pick between Darwin and Martinelli to who to you know uh, drop, I I think uh, it's a no brainer because. Uh, Martinelli is on some of the set pieces on corners like he could have had a couple of assists this game um, against Brighton so we'll talk about him yeah. uh, Palmer what a player um, I've, I've got him a couple of game weeks uh, ago and uh, delivered the hole uh, basically yeah. Son didn't do much I think he's playing on a flank now which is a conversation to be had yeah. um, Salah as a captain didn't do much um, I think there was a penalty shout that could have benefited Salah captainers, but, um, you know, referee didn't give it. So another transfer of mine was uh, Gabriel Jesus. It was a weather winner and uh, three points against Brighton this game week. So basically my minus four paid off with Pedro Porro and um, Gabriel Jesus. I sold Holland for just with a, with a thought in mind that I would bring him in instead of Darwin, who disappointed another, just another time as well. So uh, um, basically, this is my team: seventy-nine points with a minus four, seventy-five on a green arrow. Just uh, you know, two point two million in overall rank. So uh, I I can't be happier because I, I didn't get much uh, of a great start this season. Let's talk about some of the wins then. Like the vast majority of you in the chat are going to enjoy this one, I'm sure. Um, Jay Norberg actually had him as captain, and that is Cole Palmer. Um, 104 points because you had him as captain, uh, Jay Norberg. Fair play. Like what a pick that was. We have to take it with a pinch of salt because it was against Sheffield United. But this isn't just a one-off display. This is a guy that 
has been performing now for Chelsea over the last couple of months. And early on, we saw, what, three penalties in four weeks? Something like that. And we were worried, is he relying on FPL pens for, for FPL points? Absolutely not at all. The open play threat is still there. His XGI was something like 1.4 yesterday. That's non-pen XGI. He's absolutely flying. And when we look at the Chelsea players, he is the standout pick. He's going to be 8 million next season-ish. He's 5 million-ish this season. If you don't own Cole Palmer, knowing the fixtures they've got coming up, you want him in your team. He actually started yesterday, Ali, as the number 10 because Conor Gallagher played in the midfield two with Caicedo. Enzo was dropped. Cole Palmer played 10. Second half, he was moved out to the right-hand side, but just given complete license to drift in field. And it suits him. It's almost like a free role because he's not a wide man. He's not a winger. But when he plays out wide, he can just drift in. And he's flying at the minute. Cole Palmer's 14 was so, so nice. And actually, with hindsight, there was a reason why some did go Captain Palmer. Home to Sheffield United is the best fixture on paper you can wish for. Uh, It's just we didn't really trust Chelsea. Um, But yeah, good win there. Good win. That would have been a very brave call because I was thinking about it, but uh, I didn't really trust Chelsea. That was my issue because... um, uh, Chef United, I mean, it's always, you know, uh, how to say, it's always a good fixture to captain someone at home. But, you know, when it was uh, Chelsea rotation, because Palmer was, uh, I think, rotated two games weeks ago, whether it was a midweek game or not, but it's still uh, with players coming back, you never know. And yeah. um, I wonder how Nkunku's comeback will... Uh, basically affect Palmer because um, if he plays number nine, I think uh, he's much better player than Jackson. and Yeah, more assists for Palmer. Better finisher, higher ceiling. So it's more assists for Palmer, but you never know about his goal potential. So maybe he takes off uh, penalties off him. Maybe it's it's still... Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, Nkunku comeback, so... I, yeah. think I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't, he was meant to come off the bench against Sheffield United. That was the original plan, I think. Poch put him in the squad, but didn't see it. He's given him another week. Remember, Jackson does go to the AFCON as well. So Jackson is okay. one of the many players in the Premier League that will be affected by Asia Cup and AFCON. That's from game week 21. So all those players affected will last up to game week 20. From game week 21 onwards, if your country gets to the semi-finals or final, whether that's a South Korea in Asia or a Senegal in or Egypt in Africa, you're looking at four games minimum, maybe five out. If though you go out in the group stages, you could just miss game week 21. You could be back by game week 22. So it'll be really interesting with the AFCON and Asia Cup. As Premier League fans, we'll be watching with a nod to when do my FPL assets come back. But knowing they could miss five games if they get to the final, four or five if they're semi-finals, South Korea for Son, Egypt for Salah, we're talking about some of the, the, the most popular assets here. Are we thinking they're both definite sales, Ali? Because their countries, Egypt and South Korea, are fancy. They should be going to the quarters, semis, finals. And if they are, I mean, quarters would be three games minimum. Yeah, I believe there's no point of keeping so much money in your... Uh on your bench, especially with Son and Salah together. So one yeah. of them is, you know, definite sell, but uh, the second one is a question to uh, to ask. It depends on players. It depends on how s- strong your bench is. Uh, so basically, I would sell both because uh, Holland is coming back. Uh, you don't have much, many players um, uh, 
who cost over 10 millions at the moment. But yeah. I think Kevin De Bruyne is not too far from uh, away from a uh, comeback. So it's yeah. it's interesting. Another point uh, I wanted to uh, mention that there's basically between game week 20 and 21, there's more than two weeks of uh, break in the Premier League. I mean, yeah. so game week 21 for Liverpool is on the 2nd of January and 20... No, I mean 20 on the 2nd of January and 21 on the 21st of January. So it's around 19 days um, of a break between two game weeks. It's Yeah, it's a huge gap, that. And that does help for those going to the AFCON. Like Salah will go, for example, straight away after 20. And fortunately, there's other involvement outside of the Premier League for them. It will be really interesting to see when we look at Liverpool with no Mo Salah, how that affects their firepower. Because... With no Mo Salah in the game, and actually with no Son in the game, our captaincy options are limited too. So, of course, if Haaland's fit, great. Like You're going to be captain Haaland most weeks anyway. When he's fit, it's not a concern. When Haaland's injured, we always look to Salah, we always look to Son. I think now, when we're looking at bringing players in, like always, you're bringing the players who will get the most points. But bear in mind your captaincy options when you're bringing them in. Because for that four or five-week spell, there might not be a Haaland fit every game. I mean, you might want to go to a differential punt like Ali's got a Gabriel Jesus for the right fixture like at the moment if I'm captain an Arsenal attacker I'm probably going Jesus over Saka for example based on the last few weeks um so that'll be an interesting one Ali I know you love a differential captain when the uh, opportunity presents itself yeah definitely because uh at the rank I'm uh, yeah. on it, it, I, I, I'm, I'm even surprised to myself that I've captain Salah because uh in my initial thought was Son, but then I, I hated the first fixture in the game week. I know it's re- irrelevant to the outcome, but I have a superstitious uh, opinion mm-hmm. about it. So I don't want to... It's not superstitious. I just don't like to watch games when my captain already played. So I, yeah. I'd rather prefer to have it in, in the later uh, games because it's fun. You still have that hope of a hole and you still you know, waiting, craving the game, uh, rather than when you captain a player from the first game, it just, he, he blanks and then, you know, all of a sudden your game week is already looks, uh, you know, bad. So that's that's my opinion on yeah. captain and um, a player from the first game. But let's go into your team and uh, see how you've done. Yeah, go on then. Let's have a look. It's a green arrow, but it's not a not a big green like like you. But I can't complain. The last I don't know how many weeks. The last it's, it seems like the last four or five weeks I've just had small green arrows every week. So it's nice. You, you go from I don't know a, a three fifty overall rank to a one eighty or wherever it is. I am I'm at. I must admit this week because we still haven't got absolute clarity on the Dom Solanke points I'm still not 100% sure where I'm at although I don't think it much would would change because I've got a first sub there in Lascelles who got six and Solanke as as we're we're recording this live currently is listed as six points for Solanke obviously there's been breaking news today that the game will be rescheduled therefore we're still waiting for official FPL and Scout will be on this straight away when there's news. Likely, I expect, later this evening, Sunday evening or Monday morning with absolute clarity on what happens to the Bournemouth situation. Obviously, the first instincts when you're watching that game, and I was watching Gillette Sox Saturday here in the UK and the coverage was 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 done so, so well, knowing it was so, so sensitive. You're just thinking about, please don't let this be a, 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 a lockier incident which we're all talking about in five ten years time because it's listed as one of those which you know cardiac arrest and you think straight away does he survive so 
delighted to hear that he's stable um and and i think i think the term used was stable and responsive um but Ali, we still don't know in terms of FPL where that bought, that Bournemouth result will sit. I mean, Solanke was on for nine points because he was on for three bonus. It's now been taken down to six. Um, of course, when you've got half an hour of football left, anything can happen with the bonus points. But the goal points for Solanke weren't going to move. Conscious that so many in the chat have asked about this, so we should touch on it. Um, but for me, it wouldn't really matter if they took the points away because I have LaSalle's coming for six points. And of course, all of this is secondary are the thoughts of everyone at Fantasy Football Scout are with Luton and Lockyer and first and foremost, his health. Definitely, yeah. Uh, in terms of the points, of course, it wouldn't make uh, any difference for you for you because of LaSalle's coming from the uh, bench. And I yeah. think in your team, our, our teams are pretty similar, to be honest. Uh, when you look at the back three and the goalkeeper, it's the same. Son, Palmer, Salah are the same. Darwin the same so basically three different players in our starting 11 this game week is Saka, Solanke and Foden but basically I have Martinelli which uh, pretty much you could say he covers his points, Saka's points but Foden for Kudus and Solanke for Jesus I mean it's it's fairly similar team it's almost identical I like the setup I like that you have Foden because it was a brave call in terms of uh, having him before the blank, uh, knowing that no one would yeah. uh, go there. I had a thought about Alvarez, uh, but, you know, he didn't do much. So, uh, in, in hindsight, I, I didn't lose much. But basically, Solanke has been great form. Um, it was just unfortunate that the game, you know, had to um, stop because of the incidents. And it's um, basically, it's good to hear that uh, you know, he's stable. Uh, he, no one wants to see such, uh, you know, incidents. And uh, our prayers go to uh, a player, Lokier, and uh, the team, his family as well. So, yeah, I was, I was, I was, as an owner, like, I wasn't thinking of FPL when I heard the coverage. I was thinking to ask players to go out back onto the pitch off the back of that incident when it's your teammate, your captain, your friend, and play 30 minutes just feels so, so wrong. So the, the right decision was clearly taken. It wasn't taken in, in the Euros. And when we watched Ericsson and his his Danish teammates take back to the pitch for the remaining of remainder of that football match, I was absolutely gobsmacked. It was just a non-event. And no one in the stadium, even the fans are watching it with yeah. thinking of football. They're thinking, what what about poor Christian Ericsson and what's gonna, what are we going to hear next? So yeah, right decision there. Um, I, I guess it... Sorry, Ali, go on. Yeah, I remember that watching that Denmark game and I remember mm. watching the Arsenal, I think, when Eduardo got his leg bro uh, broken. Oh, yeah, I remember uh, that. And the game went absolutely south after that uh, incident because Arsenal was on course on you know going on and winning the league. They were really strong and uh, even continuing the game after you're, you know, one of your best players get injured and uh, it's still hard because it's you know, psychologically watching that injury is really, really challenging, I believe. I mean, not many yeah. people can take, uh, you know, watching, you know, horrific scenes and uh, it's it's affecting players. And I wonder if they do anything in, in the future to, you know, somehow affect it in a better way. Yeah, well put, Ali. Thank you for mentioning that. You're right. Um few in the chat mentioning the idea of like or oh, Solanke points I've got my auto sub coming in and if that's the case and for me you could argue it doesn't make a difference I've got the sales on six Solanke on six as things stand the, the difference where it comes is with overall rank there's around 50 percent 
that at my rank, around 200k, that own Solanke, and they don't all have a six-pointer LaSalle's a first sub. Many of them might have a, you know, a one-point player or a two-point player. So in terms of overall rank, it affects, although it doesn't affect my total points. So I'm really curious to see what they do with that. And I'm sure there'll be clarity, as I, as I said, within the next 24 hours. Let's move on to a couple of the other displays and, and, and highlights. Um, Arsenal kept a clean sheet, Ali. There's still quite a few out there with double Arsenal defence. Now... I'd be wary with double Arsenal defence, but actually today, against a good Brighton attack, that's a very good clean sheet, isn't it? Yeah, watching the game, I think that there was only one um, big chance I think they missed, and uh, Brighton didn't really you know, offer anything significant because after coming back from a European game with a basically uh, very injured uh, squad overall, they don't have a you know good squad depth to rotate uh, in Europe and the Premier League. So uh, you could expect them to struggle physically, which they did fairly. And uh, at the end of the game, I think Arsenal could have scored even more. Uh, but uh, I'm delighted as an Arsenal fan because they kept a clean sheet. They won uh, against a decent side and uh, remain on top after the Liverpool draw. So I'm a, I'm a happy Arsenal fan. It's, a, it's good to be a gunner this, uh, <laughs> this week. So... Yeah, congrats on that. And I'm buzzing for Kai Havertz. We'll probably be speaking about Kai Havertz in future weeks as an FPL option again. I'm, I've no doubt the, the goals are coming there for Kai. Uh, Pedro Porro, another defender that picked up clean sheet points, but also bonus. And Spurs were very fortunate on Friday night to pick up clean sheet points. I think the XG of Forest was around 1.5. They missed a couple of big chances. What we know with Spurs when we buy in the Doja or Porro, especially Porro, who's on all the set pieces without Madison in the team, you're going to get attacking returns. Even when you don't get goals and assists, you'll still get bonus points. Like the chances created are so, so high for players like Porro. Um, he's so close to a double digit haul. I think eight points. Is it eight or nine? He's got an eight pointer. Eight I don't think he's actually got better than an eight all season. I don't think he's hit double digits, but every game we watch him recently, he looks like he's going to hit it. So if you don't own Pedro Porro, and I don't like to tell any FPL manager who you have to buy, but strongly consider buying Pedro Porro if you don't own him. He looks like he's absolutely on it at the moment. And you don't need to worry too much about clean sheet points, as mentioned. Um, Ali, we're, we're on my team, so I guess we'll just touch on Foden. We still don't know about a double game week. That double with Brentford and Man City that's been postponed in game week 19 because the Club World Cup, we originally thought could move into a 20 or 21 or 22. Every week that goes on and we don't have that double game week announcement, we we wonder when will that drop in. My hope is that we still get an announcement for a 21, 22, 23. And with that in mind, I'm more and more tempted to keep Foden. But obviously going into the blank, I don't have any Foden minutes uh, projected for game week 18. My plan at the moment looking at this team is Mabama out to Watkins. I then can bench Foden. And then when I buy Haaland back in a couple of weeks time, I can pick who I sell. Watkins are unlikely. Solanke maybe. Darwin maybe, depending on where they're at. Um, so that's my loose plan, I think. What do, you, what do you think to that plan? Keep Foden and sell Mabama to Watkins is what I'm thinking. It's definitely a good plan. Uh, the thing was Foden, uh, when you sell him, you, you always want to <laughs> get him back. And the fact that yeah. you've, I've had it twice this uh, this season. So I've had him yeah. twice, and uh, every time I get disappointed, I, I sell him, and then I want to get him back, and then it's always a struggle because you never know with his minutes. 
but that's a good plan. Well, you have him and uh, might as well just bench him and wait for a double game week announcement. If it doesn't come, I mean, he's still a good asset. I think their uh, fixtures are really, really good uh, in the upcoming five or six games. So um, I don't mind keeping Foden on, on your bench and uh, the plan to get Watkins and then move on one of Solanke and Darwin is more than valid, I believe. So that, I think, I was I was thinking about it right when uh, Watkins scored. When I got the notification that uh, Villa scored, I'm like, I was fairly sure that it's Watkins. And I'm, I'm saying to myself that it's absolutely unnecessary because he's so well-owned and um, he's basically, I could have had a even bigger green arrow uh, had he... You know, uh, blank this game week, but uh, his nine pointer was really unnecessary for me, at least. So. It's 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 a it's a seven point goal that Freddie Watkins. The game's at one one, so no one's on clean sheet points. The goal scorers of the two goals at one one weren't forwards, and forwards obviously are what are the players that get massively rewarded in the BPS. So in terms of competition, Freddie Watkins, he wasn't competing against the goal scoring forward. He wasn't competing against clean sheet defenders. It was a low-scoring game at 1-1. So when he scores that goal, you get BPS for scoring the winning goal. You get BPS for scoring as a forward massively. I think it's 22 or 4 in the BPS versus a midfielder that gets 18 in the BPS and a defender that gets like 10 or 12. So for Ollie Watkins, that wasn't a four-point goal. It was a seven-point goal. And you look at the BPS, he was clearing away for, on for three bonus points when he scored that goal. So that was absolutely huge for Ollie Watkins in the 85th minutes and his, what, 40-50% ownership. For those that went what Darwin over Watkins or sold Watkins like me, not only are you down two transfers to sell Ollie Watkins, get Darwin in, to sell Darwin and no doubt get Watkins back in at some point. That's two transfers. That's eight points. There's also been about a 20 to 22, three, I think, point difference uh, between the two players in those three or four weeks. So absolutely huge swing and well done to those FPL just saying it in the chat. Watkins is a season keeper. And I can see why many decided to do that, even through the tough fixtures. So well played uh, for those that are on him. Um, plan for Haaland, Ali. Do you look at game week 19 and think we need Haaland back in our teams if he's fit? Or can we wait till 20? Because with my strategy, it's getting the money out of Salah, who I'll sell in 20 and not have for one week till he leaves in 21. That's how I'm planning on getting Haaland back. So I will therefore not own him for the Goodison Park. I think I think they go to Goodison Park game week 19. But I have to have him for 20, Sheffield United at home. Yeah, I was going to say Goodison Park uh, at the moment. Um, Everton is a team on form. I think in their last five games, they've only lost to uh, Liverpool. And the, the, the rest of the games are straight wins. And most of them are was clean sheets. So Sean Dyche has, has been doing absolute miracles with that Everton team. And I think um, uh, a trip away, even for a City uh, team that basically fixture-proof, I think Goodison Park trip uh, won't be a you know, walk in the park, I believe. So um, for those who, plan, who think that the better way to get Haaland back in, 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 is in game week 20, I think it's completely valid and I, w I wouldn't mind doing my uh, so myself so it's it's a good plan um, I believe Everton is a good team at the moment and they're they're in team on form let's see how the boxing day plays out and uh, see how they look after New Year's so it's it's interesting and um, basically a conversation to be have yeah it's getting the game's always more interesting for me when 
key players, and I include Haaland at the moment, but Salah and Son in the next few weeks because of AFCON and Asia Cup, when these key players have to come out, it requires us to think a little bit differently. Because at the moment, like Ali, you and I are at very different rank points, but we still have very similar looking teams. And, you know, you've been making a point of trying to go different at times. I have too, a few weeks back when everyone had to sell in Burmo and you were given the choice of buy the one that you don't have between Palmer and Gordon. And I was like, mm, I own Palmer. And I don't think I'm desperate for Gordon. So, no, I'm not just going to buy the other one. I'm going to go and buy Foden or someone different. You've done similar with Kudos and Martinelli and Jesus. I, th I think it requires us to think a little bit differently, even more than ever before this season now, knowing Son, knowing Salah will be leaving soon, and obviously with the Haaland injury. So I think the next month is going to be really, really interesting. And there will be some managers that perhaps keep Son or Salah because they'll be worried about their team value because they might have paid 12.5 for Salah and he's now 13.3 and they don't want to sell him and buy him back. For me, points over pounds, he's not going to go out in the group stages and miss one game. You you go for a high upside pick in that three or four week window and then you plan and always have the plan of bringing him back. And that's kind of what I think I'll do with both Son and Salah, right? So you're thinking similar? I'm thinking exactly similar because uh, I think the game is in much uh, more interesting uh, stage when uh, when the you know, high-owned players are not there or they're unavailable or suspended or out for an African Cup. I think it's the time when uh, you can you can play different, you can relax, you can basically not ignore the effect of ownership, but at least uh, try to play, you know, have fun with it as much as you want. So it's yeah. uh, I'm 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 in there with you because uh, I love when the players like Salah or Haaland or uh, you know Trent back in the days they're they're injured or they're out of the game, so you can basically there is no straight. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, obvious uh, replacements for those players. So it's it's always fun to play that game uh, when they're not there. Ali, a little bit of breaking news as we are live. And I, I, I was hoping we would get something this evening. I had a feeling we would. Um, official FPL have tweeted about the Bournemouth game. So they've said game week 17 will remain open after the conclusion of Sunday's matches. More information will follow in due course. The fact that they've not closed it off, as you would expect on a Sunday evening, ahead of next Thursday's deadline, by the way, makes you question what might be coming. So I'm thinking the six points that shows currently for Solanke, for me, I think there's a very good chance that they will, they will disappear and they'll go. That's why the game is remaining open and therefore you might be relying on an auto sub. The other thing I question with the game remaining open, is there a chance that fixture could still be played before Thursday's FPL deadline? I don't quite know and I haven't looked if both Bournemouth and Luton are out the Carabao Cup. I assume they are. I assume they are. Guys in the chat, do let me know. And by the way, shout out to Chai in the chat. Uh, he says, Janny, get me on to discuss. Chai, let us know where in the world you are, but I have a feeling you're something like 10th in the world. You are effectively last season's uh, FPL guns, Ali. But look, we're not here to talk about FPL Chai's rank. Um, Ali, what's your take from the tweet from official FPL? The fact that game week remains open, something's going to happen to those Solanke six points, right? Whether it's it's zero or it's possibly more with the game week being open and, and the fixture replayed. I think it makes sense to wait until the official decision on the uh, replay uh, comes out because uh, you don't want to make a rush, rush a decision and then change it because 
uh, once it's open, I mean, um, you can still, you know, uh, decide what to do maybe in a couple of days. So uh, basically, I think it's the right decision and um, it's wor worth to, uh, you know, wait for a couple more days after. Uh, so it's, it's, I don't think there will be much of a, you know, issue in terms of the, you know, the feedback or I think it's uh, still we have a couple of days. The, the, it's not a big issue for me and um, I don't think it's a big issue for uh, you know managers who own the players and no. I think uh, I think we could we could wait a couple of more days for more clarity in this uh, incident so yeah I've no doubt with the with the, with the Premier League team the official FPL team being a Monday tomorrow everyone they'll be back in the office and there'll be something in terms of more clarity on the situation by close of play tomorrow i'd expect obviously on a sunday you expect slightly slower news uh it is just worth noting that both luton and bournemouth aren't in the carabao cup they do both have a free midweek um but again i question whether or not you'd be asking and it's morally right to even ask the luton players to play so soon obviously they do play in game week 18 both teams if they were playing on thursday or friday night and there are games thursday friday night again you would question a midweek just to throw out there. And I think the, the chances of a midweek fixture this midweek are very, very slim by the way, but I'm just throwing it out there. Luton play on Saturday um, and Bournemouth also play Saturday. They're both playing 3pm kickoffs on Saturday. Um, but I expect, I still think if I was uh, a better man, I'd suggest those Solanke points and any of your Bournemouth points might come off altogether and you might have your auto sub come on and again look there'll always be drama with FPL when we're looking at double game weeks later in the season and it is worth noting that if for example the game is rearranged which we think it will be double game week for two more teams so again when we talk about chips you know I had people asking me on my channel when I did a live on Friday um, should I triple captain Mo Salah this game week and I was like no 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 like even though Salah has averaged 18 points versus Man United in the last four times he's played them in the Premier League, you save your chips for the double game weeks and there will always be double game weeks. Um, this season, many have said there'll be fewer doubles than normal because it's not a COVID season and the, the Queen hasn't died. Those two things have made a difference to double game weeks. But the, things always come up. We could see a snowstorm in January and a whole fixture list going going out the window. And then there's, that's more doubles later in the season. You could see what happened yesterday on the pitch at the Vitality and go, that's another fixture for a double game week. So just bear in mind, these things always tend to pop up. Um, Ali, any closing thoughts from you? I'm going to appeal one last time for some likes, guys. Do hit that like button. And of course, subscribe if you're new around here. But your final thoughts ahead of your plans for next week. What are your transfer plans? Perhaps we can see your team one last time. Yeah, let me switch back to my team and then we'll go on... Um... So basically, uh, for the festive period, uh, my my defense doesn't look good for next uh, game week because Arsenal plays away at Anfield and uh, Shimikas versus my Arsenal triple up. Oh yeah. Uh, basically, I have uh, three players from each team, and uh, that's not ideal. But I think uh, I wish it's a high-scoring game, so we have a couple of returns from our attackers i don't i don't think much will happen for our defenders because uh maybe shimikas gets an uh, odd assist or something but uh for the next game week i think i'm i'm, I'm considering getting watkins uh because she plays sheffield at home i believe and uh it's a good game week uh it's a captain will fixture fixture i believe and uh 
Uh, I don't like Darwin at the moment. I don't like Martinelli at the mm -hmm. moment. Uh, these two are uh, basically ahead of the good fixtures for Arsenal. It's it's hard to get rid of Martinelli, but uh, I think there are far more, you know, far better uh, FPL assets in in the midfield positions. So um, uh, Richarlison is uh, up there because I think he's started the last couple of games and in both I believe so it's uh, there are still good options elsewhere and um, I think Darwin or Martinelli will be leaving my team mm, that'll be interesting to see I look forward to that um, Ali I think we'll be back next weekend I look forward to that yeah. oh, next weekend I'm thinking of the dates when, when does Christmas fall I've not even looked ahead at this um, so next Sunday, yeah, we've got game. Okay, next Sunday, so it's, it'll be Christmas Eve. Next yes. Sunday, the twenty fourth of December. So that's good for you, right? We're going to be streaming Exciting. Christmas Eve at this in this time slot. Yeah, um, I'm, good man. I'm decorating uh, my Christmas tree at the moment. We don't celebrate Christmas, but we do uh, celebrate New Year's. So yeah. uh, our our holidays will be a week later. But uh, I'll be happy to join the stream and uh, you know. Uh, share the positive uh, festive atmosphere and the vibes i like that well i've just looked that that sunday the 24th of december only has one game it's wolves versus chelsea and it's at 1 p.m so actually that game week finishes at what 3 p.m so maybe we'll be streaming slightly earlier that day but again we'll we'll discuss that on whatsapp um but do do tune in guys and make sure when you're subscribing you hit the notification bell and then you'll know when we're live um but that sounds good ali i will see you next week mate thank you to everyone in the chat for being with us uh this evening uh do check ali out on twitter uh do check me out on youtube i've got my own youtube channel with lots of short snappy videos uh the Jenny batici youtube show uh working alongside scout on that one as well and as i mentioned do go check out the scout store if you fancy buying this hoodie not this exact one uh but you wouldn't want this exact one i've been wearing it all day um so check that out as well for the merch guys i'll see you very soon but for now i'll see you later and ali i'll let you close us close us off with your final goodbye have a great week ahead of you uh and may your all greens be at, uh May you all, I know I would butcher that, so may your own, may your all arrows be green, guys. So have a good week. Amazing. Cheers, team. <laughs>